we're live. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, welcome to the Bitcoin Ben Patrick Show today. It's all you, baby. It's all you. I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> and what a what a ride it is. It's uh, welcome everybody. Morning. Uh, good morning, Patrick. How morning, are you? Ben. Fine. He, he literally just like slid in here and was like, I'm here. <laughs> and um, but today's episode, if you guys saw yesterday's episode on the census, if you did not, go check out the episode on my Patreon channel. Um, or it's also available on uh, on uh, Rumble. So go check it out on Rumble, you know, Bitcoin and Rumble. Um, but if you want all of the research information, all of the documents, all of everything that I'm that actually backs up everything I'm saying, go over to the Patreon channel. I have it all there, and I will be loading more on there today. I'm uh, basically, let me give you the overall premise of what I'm saying. <laughs> After the Civil War, there was an agenda to corrupt the census so that more Americans existed on paper than actually existed. The reason that they did this was for the next 100-year plan. Let's think Agenda 21. Right? Agenda 21 is a hundred year plan that the progressives have to completely fundamentally change America. Now, the key is how do you kill off a large population of people at least? make people think they're dying or at least make people think that a large swath of people are dying when they're not you manipulate the numbers have we seen that going on with <laughs> Somebody said we've gotten in two comments. One saying echo, the other one saying your audio is bad. Okay. Uh, while I'm talking, I'm going to mute Patrick real quick. See, I don't know where that echo is coming from. That's all right. It, it might be like microphone overlap. I don't think so, uh, because I just muted you over here, so it shouldn't mute you. So I'm gone. 
uh, they hear you through my actual microphone. We, I actually might move this up some where we use one microphone. Can you actually not split it? Uh, I don't think it works like that. Okay. Um, it has to have one, uh, one source and not a broken feed um, or a, a split feed. Okay. Um, so what, uh, where was I? Of the yeah. Census. Uh, the how do you make it seem that millions of people are dying on paper, but not in reality? There's people dying, but nowhere near the numbers. Number one, you have to have the original number higher than anybody would higher than the actual population. And I'm explaining how that happened. It happened right after the Civil War. All right. All right. Now this is going to be a timeline. So you got to you got to follow with me, All right? In 1890, the first census after the Civil War, mind you, the census of 1870 took eight years to do. That's why they were done every 10 years because it took eight years to do them. Not a quick process. Now, in 1890, a guy named Herman Hollerith created an electronic machine to calculate the census. Now, mind you, Herman Hollerith, the company that he ran, right, evolved into IBM. You have to understand that in in context with history because IBM IBM is who partnered with Hitler that's another story but it's still tied All right in 190 right so in 1890 they did a census they said it took six weeks. Bullshit. Absolute and utter bullshit. 
Number one, in 1890, they ordered the local governments to send all census reports to Washington, D.C. It was against the new law for the local governments to hold any census documents, even copies. They could not hold copies or any records of census documents. It was against the law. So they had to mail all census documents of the 1890 census to Washington, D.C., where in 1902, the U.S. Census Bureau was created. You follow me? Now, in 1890, the official count, now mind you, there were no records because supposedly during the uh, during the Civil War and just prior to the Civil War, that all 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 of the records um, were in local control. Once they were sent back to Washington under federal law, all of a sudden, there were issues, and there was a war, and there was all this chaos of the Civil War. Now, mind you, the Civil War was not what people think it is. It was not large armies. It was not these huge battlefields. It was basically 300, 400, maybe 1,200 troops on each side at some of the largest friggin' battles. Have, 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 have you ever seen the fields in which, like, the uh, paddles of uh, how name any one of them, like Gettysburg, or, yeah, Manassas, right, Spotsylvania, right, all, all of these fields, maybe, maybe at the most twenty-five acres. Maybe, maybe 30 at the biggest. These were small little battles in, in, in relation to what most people think they were. This was more of a uh, uh, not really battles more than skirm 
witnesses, like they ran into each other. Now, there were like uh, scouts out looking for groups and all that, but a lot of it was 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 a lot of M. Bush type uh, skirmishes. So this, this was not large populations and large militaries at war with each other. The logistical limits were amazing because the supply chains were limited by horse and like troops carrying what they could carry. We're not talking large supply chains, right? It, 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 they just didn't exist. You didn't have the supply chain structure to actually be able to supply large regiments of, of troops and the population wasn't there, right? In the very first census ever taken in America, which is still not accurate. They even wrote on the document that it was not accurate. They said there were approximately 63 million. But on the document, which survived, the only reason it survived was it was actually kept in historical places by historical people. It, it actually says that this is not accurate. This is wholly inaccurate. It is just a rough estimate of, and, and, and like George Washington and a lot of the other founding fathers were like, it's off by half. You know, there weren't 65 million, there was maybe 30 to 35 million people in America in 1790-ish. So now, fast forward the 1890s, this electronic machine that, that Herman Hollerith invented, all of a sudden shortened the number of, or the time that it took to six weeks. No, travel alone would not allow for that number to be accurate. No way in hell. No way in hell. Not possible. So the official number in 1890 was 63 million. That's what they said existed. Now, the important, we're, we're going to hop very quickly now. 1902, the U.S. Census Bureau was created. All right now, 
you have to remember, this is the important part. In 1896, there was a fire in Washington, D.C. at the State Department that destroyed all of the records prior to 1890. And here's a little bit of history for you. You know, one of the um, suspected uh, groups that was accused of lighting the fire was a group that at, at the time was called the Black Brigade, uh, or, well, not really the the Black Flag Movement, but they tried using two names, but the Black Flag Movement. That movement moved on to change their name to the KKK and Antifa. You think that Antifa's new? Oh no, my friends. The Black Flag Movement was the Antifa of the time. Well, in eighteen in 1896, they set fire to the State Department, all of the documents from the census were destroyed. All of, now mind you, you have to un understand what the census was. It tracked property, ownership also. So they basically wiped out the idea and the tracking of property ownership in 1896. 1902, the U.S. Census Bureau was started, and the first records they held as accurate as the baseline initially was 60, I'm sorry, 63 million. Well, they changed that number to 75 million in 1921 because New York was pissed. So they had to recalculate off of all of those. Now, in 1921, there was another fire that destroyed all of the census documents prior to 1921. Now, mind you, and I'm going to tie this in. Prior to World War One. Right. This is all going on in America. This is what I want you to understand. If Hillary Clinton would have won in, in 2016, what I'm about to tell you would have exactly happened again. We went to World War I. 
right after. Now remember, they're manipulating the numbers in St. Louis or in America for the census. There's fires that are destroying documents. Can you say servers? Can you say, you know, whoops, I lost my email. Whoops. All, all of this was going on. The government wrote laws against, against any newspaper or any uh, press that wrote any article that went against the narrative of the government. Think Twitter ban. Think YouTube. Think all of this. Also think of this. This is when they wrote the legislation that created the entity to regulate radio waves. We went from having over 12,000 radio stations to having licensing for radio stations where you could not broadcast without a license. So they were suppressing the people's ability to communicate in local areas. They now had to go through the what's the uh, what's the agency that regulates radio? Uh, yes, yes, the FCC was created or it, it actually wasn't called then, but you get the gist. All right, now, if Hillary Clinton would have been elected, we would have went to war with Russia and China, just like World War One. They would have had a war. That war propaganda would have been actually backed up. The deaths of the war would have been actually backed up using the census like they did in the 19, um, during World War One. Now, right after, or right near the end of World War One, in fact, oddly enough, about November, October of 1917, here comes this Spanish flu. But it wasn't really talked about until 1918, when the first cases in America of the Spanish flu came out of Indiana. The, the first cases of the Spanish flu were for 
were from a military camp in Indiana. That's exactly what happened with Corona. They said the first transmissions were in over in Asia at the military games. And as they flew over, so came the virus. Now, for the next two and a half years, in 1918, the war ended. And here came the wave of propaganda for the Spanish flu. Look it up. Look at the pictures. They're all wearing masks. There were mandatory masks laws put in place. They did not let more than a certain amount of people gather because they had to they had to limit the communications of the population because of all of the legislation they were getting to get into office. What else was going on about this time? Oh, I don't know. Maybe things like uh, making alcohol illegal. Rearranging amendments to the Constitution on Christmas Eve. All of this stuff going on in Washington at the same time. All right, now, here's where it really gets interesting. Not that this already isn't interesting. After night, or in 1932, the clerk, the head clerk of the Census Bureau ordered all of the census documents destroyed prior to 1932, all of them. Basically, they bleach bit the whole history, even though it was fake too, the whole history of the census from 1890 to 1932. They destroyed the evidence of the corruption because they were actually completely done manipulating the population for that wave of the 100-year plan. Now they needed a new number They needed a new number that they could mathematically calculate out for the next wave, which is what we are ending now. We are ending the, the numbers manipulation 
of what they did in 1932. They destroyed all the records. Um, they, they had destroyed them as they needed to using fire. They had some left. So they, the clerk of the Census Bureau fully destroyed all of the census documents. All of them. You go on the census website. And here, I'm going to prove it. All right. You go on the... All right. Now I'm going to share my screen. This is the official census website. All right. I may have to actually make this larger. All right. The first year that has any population records is 1940. Everything else has no pop, has no population information, only the questions that were asked on the census. That right there, 1940, is when they corrupted the census. for the next wave. We are now at the end of that wave. And what they did was they had engineered the numbers where they could re realign the uh, They could reallocate the uh, uh, the electoral college numbers. Reagan talked about this. This is one of the reasons that Reagan flipped from a Democrat to a Republican and joined the movement of the uh, the John Birch Society. This is what brought Nixon in. This is what brought JFK in. This is what brought all this in. They did a new census in 1940, and they lied about the numbers because they had destroyed all of the, mind you, historical records were all gone. They had no precedent. All right. No precedent. No established numbers. All right. I I'm going to finish this over on Patreon. Everybody, 
move over to Patreon. Check me out, www.bitcoin or Patreon slash Bitcoin Ben. All right, join me now. Get over there. All right, bye.